The OCD and Anxiety Podcast by Robert James Coaching. Hello and welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Podcast, where we explore how to have a more positive relationship with anxiety disorders, taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Hello and welcome to episode 205. I hope that you're doing very well today. If you are struggling with OCD or anxiety, then you can get a free session with me to get that. All you need to do is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com. And there you can use my Canonly to book yourself the uh, free session directly. Or if you prefer, you can also send me a message there as well. In today's podcast, we are going to be talking about how to let go of complex ruminations. So often when we're overthinking something, we can really get tangled up in it and it can be incredibly hard to let it go. So in today's podcast, we're, we're going to be talking about that. Uh, if you find the podcast helpful, it would be great if you could uh, like and follow on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at Robert James Coaching UK. And if you could also subscribe on your podcast app of choice, that really does help the podcast as well. So many thanks, guys, and uh, I really hope that you enjoy. Rumination is one of those things with OCD. It really does make everything so much worse when we ruminate. And learning to, to, to manage that is incredibly important because if you can control your ruminations, effectively you can stop the obsessions from, from growing and twisting and you know turning into these ugly monsters that unfortunately they, they so often seem to do. Uh, when we actually take back control and actually realize that, you know, we don't have to be a victim of rumination, that we actually have a lot more power um, uh, over it than we than we realize, um, you know, things start to change uh, with OCD. But unfortunately, um, you know, that's easier said than done, I know from personal experience. And there's times when rumination can really take on a life of its own. It, be- it can almost become, in a way, the central kind of thing with, with OCD. And um, when rumination gets complex, it can cause all sorts of problems. So what do I mean by kind of complex rumination? Well, what I'm talking about here is when, you know, you start to obsess about something and maybe you just want to figure something out. So you want to think about it um, for long enough in order for you to, to come to some kind of conclusion about that particular obsession. For example, you might um, you might obsess about whether you um, whether you might have actually upset somebody in a social interaction, and you might return to that 
um, and think about it again and again, go through the conversation, what was said, what their reaction was, what other people um, you know, might have been doing in that situation, what their facial expressions were. And effectively what you're doing is ruminating on that interaction. You're trying to come to some kind of certainty um the that nothing bad happened that you didn't accidentally say something uh, really offensive or awful to somebody without realizing it and the problem is with this kind of rumination is that the more that you indulge uh, in it um you know the more um difficult it it becomes to actually uh, be able to to come to that level of certainty um now, this uh, example that I've just given is often referred to as kind of false memory OCD, where uh, what happens is that you ruminate so much and the ruminations become so complex that you begin to doubt everything that, pap- um, that perhaps has happened in the past. And you can very easily, you know, wind yourself up and, and really get lost in the intricacies of trying to figure every single thing out. And um, it can be so painful because you can be in the middle of this uh, this difficult process of really thinking it through. And it's exhausting. Obviously, the amount of mental energy uh, that it takes to be able to, to think through something like this uh, is, is really exhausting. And maybe you've been doing it for five minutes, 10 minutes, an hour, two hours. Uh, but then somebody interrupts you. Uh, somebody kind of... Uh, comes in and interrupts that train of thought and that can be really frustrating too because you know you may have felt like you were just beginning to get there like you'd just uh, been able to 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 figure it out and think about it enough so that you'd managed to to get to a place where you could actually just leave it and then somebody comes in and interrupts you and it's like no gonna have to start again on this whole process and then off you go again and this is what I mean by, you know, complex rumination. It's it's when we we take something that we're obsessing about it and we really, really try to figure it out so that we can effectively try to eliminate any anxiety uh, that it's giving us. And, you know, normally this is what it's all about. You know, the, the reason for why we ruminate, which seems to be, you know, probably the most common compulsion of all, is that we want to manage the anxiety. We want to push away those uncomfortable feelings and emotions that we don't like, uh, with anxiety being, you know, the most common one. And, you know, by ruminating, we feel like we can do that, like we have the answer and we can just figure it out. But of course, all it does is it leads to us getting more and more stuck. Now, the example that I gave uh, today was with uh, a false memory uh, type of OCD. But, you know, this can this can kind of jump on to any obsession uh, that you might be struggling with. Contamination OCD, for example. Of course, with that particular one, you can really go to town with analyzing, you know, uh, whether you did touch something that could have been contaminated with something and spend hours thinking about all the things that it could have been uh, contaminated with and what other things you might have touched since touching that thing and how awful that would be if you made somebody else sick because of it or if you made yourselves it never stops unless we actually take action um and and realize that you know there are things that we can do 
uh, about rumination, even when it becomes complex like this, where you know we may have we may have actually been uh, spending hours um, doing it. So, what are those things that we can actually do? Um, and I, I I think first of all, it, it sounds uh, bizarre in a way, but the first thing that you've got to do almost is to kind of surrender here to appreciate the fact that, you know, despite all of the energy that you've put into this rumination, that it hasn't actually done the thing that you've wanted it to, uh, to do. It's not enabled you to let go of the obsession. It hasn't uh, ultimately got rid of the anxiety. Maybe for a moment or two, or, uh, or for an hour or two, it does. But because we actually just uh, performed a compulsion, all we're really doing is just reinforcing that obsession. And so when we put up our hands and we say, you know, you know what? Perhaps ruminating isn't the thing that's going to, to solve this. Um, then it allows us to actually put our energy into something that might actually work for us. Now, um, this is easier said than done, as so many things are with OCD, because of course, you know, you've probably spent years with rumination being, you know, your go-to approach to try to deal with uh, the anxiety. But um, as is pointed out a lot in acceptance commitment therapy, um, you know, this is the kind of anxiety trap by trying to outthink or outmaneuver uh, these difficult emotions. All we end up doing is giving ourselves more of them. So the first thing we have to do is to try to surrender. The next thing that we need to do after after doing after doing that is to try to feel and accept the difficult emotions that we're actually experiencing rather than trying to problem solve them. And this involves really trying our best to get in touch with the body. Um, now, there's so, so many different activities that you can focus on with this. One is uh, just closing your eyes and, and really trying to focus in on the difficult sensations that you might be feeling in the body. Not trying to get rid of them or relax them, just trying to allow your attention to, to settle on those feelings and to begin to have more awareness um, and acceptance of them. And acceptance is obviously the key word here. This is what we need to do. So often we're just fighting against them and that's what rumination is. It's an, it's an attempt to have control over those difficult emotions and, you know, it doesn't work. So instead, if we can actually just allow ourselves to feel, try to tune into that feeling for just a few moments or a few minutes, that can really make all of the difference. Um, something else that you can try to do is actually uh, do some breathwork activities. And this is something that I find to be very helpful uh, myself when I'm really, uh, really struggling with, with high anxiety. Um, is if you can, if you're somewhere safe to do this, obviously not driving a car or anything, it's just to uh, sit down and to really try to slow your breath down. You want to focus on breathing as low as possible down into the stomach and really try to slow your breathing down for at least 10 breaths. So breathing in for, for seven seconds, for example, uh, sorry, breathing in for five seconds and breathing out for seven seconds. And by breathing in this way, you're effectively calming everything down. You're allowing your body to go into more of a, a parasympathetic state, uh, which is going to enable you to, to, to relax 
And when you do this, you get into a different frame of mind, a more relaxed frame of mind, uh, less less likely to be kind of trying to problem solve or, uh, you know, get rid of that anxiety, much more likely to be able to just sit relax and actually pay attention to those feelings. Now it might not be that those feelings disappear altogether. You might still be getting intrusive thoughts about them but if you're in a relaxed uh, state um, by doing this breath work you might find that it's you know a lot easier for you to be able to, to deal with them. So there we go, guys. Um, We're going to finish with that today. I will do uh, a future podcast where um, I'm going to actually uh, show you how to do that breath work um, so that you can actually employ that yourself. Um, I I really do find it's really helpful in the moment because as uh, as I've pointed out today and and as I'm sure you're aware uh, yourself through personal experience, in the moment, it's so tempting to just try to think more and try to solve it in that way. And it just doesn't work. And so using these body-focused methods of allowing ourselves to feel uh, our emotions and to actually try to bring more relaxation into the body, um, you can really begin to to change things up. And uh, I think it really does make a, a big difference. So there we go, guys. I really hope that you enjoyed. As always, if you have any questions, then do please let me know. And many thanks. Just a quick reminder that if you want to get a free session, all you need to do to get that is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com. And there you can leave me a message and we can arrange the uh, free session. And now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer. Any information that you view on my website, Instagram page, Facebook group, or anywhere else online, or any information that you listen to on the podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist, or any other medical or mental health professional.